Okay, hi, Dumpster Divas. We are back with another episode of Dumpster Dive. Happy Friday. We are recording this on a Monday night, so you know more things about how this week has gone than I do at this moment in time. Mm. <laughs> Single tear. <laughs> um, uh, we have our co-host back today. I know she was gone for a second episode last week, but Kix is here. Kix, hi. How are hi. you? I'm good. Um, really? You're listening. I actually am. Well, that's good. You're listening to this. Um, you, again, like Tom said, will know election things. So don't spoil. No spoilers. No spoilers okay? here. We don't spoil on Dumpster <laughs> Dive. We actively do spoil here. But I can't wait to find out I, hesitantly. I, I'm just ready for it to be over. Let's stop talking about it because okay. we don't know how what the listener is hearing at this moment in time, you know? True. On that Super positive note. We have an exciting <laughs> episode today. We are going to be recapping The Real Housewives of Potomac with a great dear friend of both Kix and I's. A quick little, a couple logistics before I bring him in. Um, uh, we are doing a quick, not quick, that's not the right word. We are doing a schedule shift with the podcast. Uh, this week, obviously, you are listening to this on a Friday. Our Bachelorette recap is going to come out on Sunday. Uh, moving forward, we will be doing Friday episodes and Sunday episodes on all streaming flat platforms. So that's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you are listening. Because we are going to start covering The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, which is so exciting, which next airs week. Yes, next, next week. Next Wednesday. No, don't. Yes, it airs on next Wednesday. But you, yeah, you will that's hear. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> okay. You will, I know the schedule is complicated, but you will have Housewives recaps on Fridays. That is for both. Potomac and Salt Lake City and then you will have your bachelorette recaps on Sundays. So much content. So much content and lastly I always kind of forget to say this but if you are listening to this please pause the podcast go rate review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. That's how um, people notice this pod. Mm -hmm. So we already have a really great amount of reviews. I'm so happy that people are reviewing. I do know that there are more listeners than there are reviews though. So if you're listening and you haven't reviewed just write a review even if you say like cool cool yeah it that could simply be cool also like if you have a friend that's like their phone's out and you want to take it and subscribe to the podcast please. for them and honestly it's harder to unsubscribe so they won't even know yeah <laughs> and i hear the excuse a lot that people are like i don't even know how to get podcasts and it's like what do you mean like it's that literally in lie. your phone no 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 there's someone <laughs> i won't say their name that we both know very well and they're like i've truly never listened to a podcast like how do you do it and I'm like, it's an app that's in your phone. You you actually also it's have 2020, it not 2012. So right, like, <laughs> don't you listen to cereal? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, cool. So boring logistics are over. Uh, we have a wonderful guest today. His name is Andrew Emmett, and uh, he is going to start talking right now. Hi, Andrew. Hi. Hello, everyone. Hi. How are you guys? We're doing great. How are you? Oh, I'm fantastic. I'm trying to uh, hide my the aneurysm that I'm going to have uh, for yeah. election night. So every episode, we start with this question with our guests, um, and today is no different. Uh, we ask our guests what reality television made them realize that the lowbrow was their brow. And uh, I want to direct that question at you, Andrew, before we get going. Uh, what kind of TV made you love all this nonsense that we're going to talk about today? Yeah, so it was interesting to, I mean, obviously I've watched, or I've listened to the uh, first couple of episodes okay. and it was like interesting to hear your um, reality TV shows that like got you into it. And I feel like mine is going to 
show my age a little bit, but the first show to oh, draw me in. <laughs> no, I mean, like, as in, like, I'm young. <laughs> um, the opposite. I actually am so excited to hear this. I can't wait till he's, like, season one of The Voice. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? I don't know. No. Well, probably the same time frame as what you're about to say. <laughs> <laughs> I think it actually is, though. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, so the first show to really get me into it was Jersey Shore. Um, no, no, that was before oh, The Oh, that's a great... But that's a great answer. The vo- no, I think The Voice started in 2011. Jersey Shore was when we were in high school, though. Yeah. We- Jersey Shore started in 2009. Oh. I'm saying we as in me. So you were a senior in high school in 2009. It was airing in 2009, Jersey Shore. That's what I'm saying. We were He's, all in high yes. school. Oh, he was in eighth grade. Seventh grade? Who cares? Okay, okay. Anyways, keep going. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't even know. Keep going. But anyways, so um, yeah, the first show was, was Jersey Shore. It was like definitely the first kind of appointment reality TV. I feel like for my graduating class or like my generation, um, I feel like you had a lot of the like older shows of like, you know, Biggest Loser, Survivor, Bachelor, a lot of those like competition shows. And Jersey Shore was like one of the first shows that was like not the first shows but one of the first ones for at least for me where everyone was just like fucking insane Mm -hmm. and just like acting batshit crazy and i think it really reached its peak for me in season three when they replaced angelina with dina one second you're saying this as if you're talking about game of thrones you're like yeah when this really its peak for me (laughs) no it did though it did wedding happen at seaside (laughs) No, I feel like there was, like, a moment where it, it, like, I mean, it was always trash, but I feel like it was, like, they really reached its, like, camp peak when they, like, I think it was season three and season four was was when they went to Italy. And uh, they just had a lot of, like, iconic moments. I mean, I think season three was the season with the note, I'm pretty sure. Refresh me on the note. The note that Snooki wrote to... um. Sam, yeah. when when she was like Ron had his face and a waitress's boobs, and the entire group knows, therefore you should know. Um, a moment in history. Oh yeah, no, it's like it's like Jersey Shore is so iconic to like our generation of just reality television that I mean, even like Flavor of Love can't touch. It's just like I know, it's just I'm, like a different. Don't be angry. I'm not. I'm not angry. <laughs> I'm just listening. <laughs> it's such a different. The moments that came out of that show are just so iconic, and the people. The fact that they're still, so like insta celebrities or real celebrities. Who cares? It's like they're still relevant in everyone's lives. It's so iconic. What is the name? I'm sorry. I, I I'm like I know Jersey Shore, but I'm not like diehard Jersey Shore. What is the name of? Like the third one, girl, J-Wow, Snooki, and... Dina. Dina? Oh, oh, it's, uh, Sammy. There's Sammy, too. Sammy. Never forget when Sammy shows up to film a reality show in the Jersey Shore. Instead of bringing a suitcase, she carries all of her belongings in <laughs> trash bag. <laughs> you just like, can't make this shit up. Like, at all. No. I mean, J-Wow I mean, is the Bethany Frankel of that franchise, don't you, don't you think? I don't, I don't know. I definitely think that like, yeah, I, f- 
I love J-Well. I feel like they all kind of made a resurgence in the past like five years of like, we're adults. Look how thin we are and how oh, many yeah. kids we have in our normal life now. <laughs> Snooki is the Sonia though. Yes. 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 I feel like they each had their own kind of seasons of like uh, interchanging between different housewives or like the eras of, I feel like, I don't know. I, but I think I loved Jersey Shore a lot because it was um, like reality TV is, is always like fun for me, but a lot of the earlier ones, at least when I was growing up were like competition based. And this one was like the first real one that had a lot of just like straight up camp. Like it was just nonsense from start to end. Like there was no, yeah, there's no plot. They're just like, they're fucking stupid. Um, who and is your fave? Like who's, who, do, who do you stand on Jersey Shore? I mean, I don't know. I kind of stand. Um, the situation? <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. One of my favorite moments is when he, uh, rams his head into the wall multiple times yes. in florence when he's when he's angry yeah, that he, was really he is incarcerated, he is incarcerated now. with the him no and, he's he's out oh he is because he him and he's michael, out because they're they're filming for for the michael new season. Cohen shared a prison can Wait, you what yes. him and michael cohen that is iconic. Cohen, the Snooky of the White House. <laughs> not the Snooky of the White House. No. They didn't, share a, they didn't share a cell. No, no, no. They were just in the same prison, which could be. They were like best friends. They, they may have never seen each other. Who knows? How Do you many. think they showered together? No. I'm sure that Michael Cohen had like a private area. <laughs> we don't know. Wait. My mind is racing. Wait, I will say. So recently I watched a show. I can't. I think it's on Hulu. It's not a Hulu original, but I watched it on Hulu, and it's like a worst celebrity chefs in America. Oh, it's, yeah. It's, it's like, yeah, it's one of those shows. It might not be that, but Jay Wow and Snooki were like partners in this reality show, or just like an episode. It was so funny. They had to like make a pasta dish against Johnny Weir and like his brother or something and it was just the most wild thing i've ever seen i'm like oh you girls are still funny oh they're so no, funny. they're so funny together yeah no, they're they, humor. go ahead go ahead andrew they have a i loved their show after after jersey shore i think it was probably like in the middle of it but i uh, know it was after because snooki was pregnant at this time they had a spinoff where it was just snooki and jay wow and they were like those two together are so funny and i think that they have like so they have like amazing comedic timing and i don't think that they like are given enough props for like how funny and smart quote unquote they are for like their the reality tv that they produce together i mean it was so funny their comedic timing together it's like they both know that they are good at this and so i'm I'm sure part of it's an act, but I'm also sure that this is what their friendship was built off of, of just like being ridiculous and funny together. I just love oh, it. Yeah. yeah, I love it too. I, I they they really are are iconic. I yeah. Once again, they're a little. I, I don't want to say after my time because I definitely know everything, but like I didn't watch the Italy seasons. I like know I knew it was happening, but my roommate went back and rewatched from the beginning. That was one of the shows he was like rewatching from the beginning in quarantine. And um, I can't imagine it age as well. 
No. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm sure it doesn't. I think it's like, I think if I were, were to watch it back, it wouldn't necessarily like live up to the expectations that it lived up to when I was like in high school. Cause it was just like so much fun to, we would, I would literally go to class and people would be like, oh my God, did you see Mike like flip a, a bed and like punch his head through a wall? Like that was so funny. Or like someone was dressed up as the note that Snooki wrote for Halloween. Like oh, it was just so awesome. pervasive in like the culture of what we talked about in high school. And it yeah, just I mean, like was so fun. Gym tan laundry is like still a thing people do and still talk. Oh, about- it's t-shirt time. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I, I can't. And also I feel like it, it was like the catalyst for a lot of um shows that I watched after that too because like the like the early 2000 or no the early 2010s were like a really interesting time for reality tv as far as like it shifting to shows like Jersey Shore you had Dance Moms, Toddlers and Tiaras, uh, you had Shark Tank, yeah, Real yeah, Real yeah Teen Mom, <laughs> Real Housewives, uh, that's like the Here Come Honey Boo Boo, Housewives, <laughs> I'm saying that's when Housewives became it. Like yeah. house, like the New York started in 2009 when I was a senior in high school, and um, like only you know got better and better as it like mm-hmm. went on. Um, well, one quick, one more thing about Jersey Shore though is there was a rumor this year before they began filming uh, Real Housewives of New Jersey that Snooki would be joining the cast of New Jersey. That would be iconic. I know. Well, so. Snooki came out and said that it was a lie, but okay, <laughs> she would be interested in joining. And she was like, added I, at Bravo, at Bravo Andy. I mean, I think that Snooki, like, if we're adding, <laughs> if we're, if she's the Lisa Rinna of the East Coast. If we're, honestly, if we're adding actresses to Beverly Hills, bring, let's bring in some J- Jersey Shore stars. That I wonder. so good. I don't think, have we had like a crossover? We have never had a reality contestant. I'm trying to think. Have we had a reality contestant besides our president? Um, like <laughs> crossover, or maybe not our president by the time you're listening to this. Um, crossover in to like a different format. Do you know what I mean? Like, like I know that Chris Kardashian has showed up on Beverly Hills Housewives. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, has there ever been like a crossover, like, like a, a move like that? The, I mean, the only one I can think of is because we were talking about it recently was the Survivor contestant that was on The View. Oh, Elizabeth Hasselbeck. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But she's not like, I mean, that happens now with like, like Rachel Lindsay is, is now it, a correspondent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like a reality show crossover outside of, I feel like that doesn't happen often. I know no, that like, I mean, within the, ba- the batch, within the Big Brother Survivor survivor world they're like yeah they cross and the challenge that's all and love island that's all like in the same family now but i more mean i guess denise had her own show it's complicated and then Mm -hmm. was on beverly hills i mean rena was on a bunch of like vh1 random shows here and there so maybe Uh i don't know it would be interesting honestly if like jay well and sookie came into real housewives in new jersey i would probably watch Oh, I would watch. I don't know if I would like it. I mean, I watched Jersey here and there, but I haven't watched in a couple seasons, really. Oh, it the past two seasons. Do you watch Jersey, Andrew? Mm, I haven't yet. It's There are other franchises that I want to binge first before I get to Jersey. Um, okay, before we jump into our Potomac recap, I wanted to like 
do like a fun little convo about Halloween. So um, I wrote down some of the celebs, mostly housewives, but some just celebs Halloween costumes. I wrote some don't. I'm going to restart that. I wrote down some of this as well. Oh, really? On an opposite note. That you didn't like? <laughs> no. Um, people doing oh. housewives. Oh, great, great. So, yeah. Let's uh, let's just give some feedback on some housewives costumes. Are we ready, Andrew? Yes. So, I don't know if we saw that Portia Williams dressed up as Cardi B in the WAP video. That was iconic. I like that. Amazing. Did you see that, Andrew? I didn't. I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> or Instagram, whatever. It's exactly the outfit, and she does a pose she, when Cardi B like does the splits across two chairs. Yes, Portia she did like, that too. Yeah, it looks, she looks crazy. It. Yeah, it's crazy. Good. Oh no, this is it's insane. Everything. If it, once again, I know that podcasts are an audio medium, but <laughs> in these moments, just go look up just these things because they're pretty iconic. Another iconic one. I don't know if we all saw this, but um, Luann went as a suffragette. I'm like, what? Um, yes, I and then she was, she was like waving her vote signs in front of like the Trump train that was driving in the Hamptons. I, mean, I was like, are we living in the upside down? Yeah, we never, I never saw this coming. I don't think America ever saw this coming, but here for it. Luann standing up for voters' rights? What? <laughs> <laughs> I just, wow. No comment. that Luann can't vote because of her citizenship. Felony? Oh. No, 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 no. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Felony. She doesn't have a felony. Oh, I forgot. Wait, does all, she? No, all charges were dropped. Okay. Okay. Keep going. Because she's back. Oh. Um, <laughs> but seriously. Um, no, I, I heard somewhere that she's, because she's, isn't she Canadian? I think, I, maybe I'm completely off on this. I think you're this. making this up. No, I heard somewhere that she is not a full U.S. citizen. Okay, well, stay tuned, everybody, because... <laughs> maybe I'm living in the upside down as well as Luann, but... We'll let you know next episode. Also, okay... Um, her mother is French-Canadian. Sorry. Her mother is French-Canadian, and she was raised in Berlin, Connecticut. I'm not coming for oh, you. But she was raised in Berlin, Connecticut. So, so she's she, fine. Also, did we see that Brittany and Jax were uh, dressed as the Grinch and Max? What? Yeah. It was really bad. Brittany was the Grinch, which is such a weird Halloween costume. Out of all things, I don't know if that's also, what I would have like, chosen. Ja also, they're, they're flying a little too close to the sun on that because Jax is the Grinch, like IRL. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's disturbing. It was disturbing. Oh, well, yeah, it, it is disturbing. Um, what an unflattering outfit as a pregnant there woman was, to be like, dressed as the um, Grinch. What's her face? Sheena did something cute with her baby daddy where they were well, like, I'm going to talk about the next costume. That's, that was the next okay, that was my transition that she's going to have. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Sheena's having a baby, everybody. I just, we have to talk. <laughs> we have to talk about the fact that Sheena's pregnant because. Now it's, that's it's four. Tr it's truly the pregnancy pack. It's four Vanderpump girls. Lala, Sheena, Stassi, mm -hmm. Brittany. That mm -hmm. is fucking weird. It's fucking weird. Like, how does that happen? I mean, quarantine. Oh my gosh. They all got pregnant in quarantine. At the same time, that's weird though. Like, it's, it's not, I'm sure they didn't plan it. They're not, I mean, they're crazy, but they're not that crazy. I think Wait, how far along is Stassi though? Stassi's about to have the baby. I would say no. I would say she's probably like six months in. 
No, no. She announced her pregnancy right when she got fired, which is the beginning of quarantine. And she was already three months. I think she was three months in May. That's like, not true. Uh, okay. Jix <laughs> has the facts. During Black Lives Matter movement, they fired everyone rightfully so did a lot of reorganizing and looking at their hires. Oh, and you're she right. and that other castmate were one of them. Kristen. And so that was early June. Fact motherfucking check. Okay, but also there's no way that she, uh, even if she was three months pregnant in June, that means she'd be due soon. That means she's due in December. That's a month from now. Hot take, I don't care. I know, I'm just trying to do math for you. You're like, <laughs> she's not due anytime soon. I <laughs> say that. No, I'm just saying, I said she's due soon and she would be due soon. So Sheena's Halloween costume with her baby daddy was very like honey and cute about like watch out bump head or something and it was her belly that's cute and i'm like why couldn't jackson britney do something that's i don't know not the grinch it just felt very random or they planned it like six months before and they're like oh shit we still got to do this because we bought the costumes yeah but also like let's not let like our like britney i think is problematic and she's annoying but like She's a beautiful woman. She's pregnant. Like, give her the opportunity to, like, show off her, like, beautiful, pregnant, joyful body. Instead, you make her be the Grinch. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> it's, it's like, so bad. So mean. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> no. And he gets to be this, like, cute, adorable dog when he's the Grinch. Sense. He's the Grinch. He sucks. So. Happy holidays. He's the Grinch. <laughs> <laughs> so someone, so I've, a lot of uh, Bravo celebrities were posting people who um, dressed up as them for Halloween, and there were some incredible ones. Yeah, go for it. One of them being someone dressed up in a nude illusion bodysuit, drew on Leah's tattoos on her vagina and tramp stamp, and had tiki torches. Yes, I love Leah, that. <laughs> was Leah in the pool at Ramona's, which was so cute. The other one I really loved was there's a girl who went, no, it was a man who went as Karen when she did the interrogation and she's in the um, camo. No, no, it's when she did, it's when she was um, doing her press conference. Press conference, that's it. She's in the camo jumpsuit and has a huge ass Gucci belt on. And so the person even had like a wig that looked exactly like her. It was so funny. It was, it was so good. perfect. I saw that. That was really good. Um, so before we get into our Potomac recap, speaking of Karen, um, one other thing that happened in the Bravo universe is we got the trailer for the new season of Real Housewives of Atlanta, which features the drama that was, is, uh, Cynthia's baby shower. No, oh my God. <laughs> her baby shower. Cynthia's bachelorette party where, um, supposedly Porsche, Porsche fucked a stripper. With the new, uh, housewife. No, no, not, no new. not the new one. That's the news I saw was there is a new housewife yeah there's two about. yeah there's two new housewives we have uh drew um i'm forgetting her last name and then there's a new friend of i believe her name is latoya drew sedora is her name is the new wife's name i don't know anything about her but i looked one of them up. i'm a little concerned though as we are venturing into covid territory of like filming that all of our shows are going to be all of our reality shows are now becoming about covid and i just i don't know how much energy i have for it right yeah, because I feel like Orange County is going to have most of the season will be about COVID and then Atlanta already even touches on it and, and theirs. Yeah, and I mean, it's only going to get worse as we go along. I mean, all every I know that Beverly Hills is filming right now. New York is filming right now. 
New Jersey's filming right now. They're all going to be about it. And it's like a year of COVID material. Like think about by the time New York comes out, which it will be next March, like we'll be a year into COVID. The last thing I want to do is turn on my screen and look at these women talking about how COVID has affected their lives. I'm like, yeah, I, I, it's, I just, I'm, it's not that I don't, it's not that it's not real. It's just like, I just, I don't have, I don't know how much emotional capacity I have for it. So a lot of times we watch these shows to escape and laugh at these women and cry with these women and look at their lives as like fancy clothes, beautiful ladies, cool apartments in New York City. And so like watching them also go through this, I'm not sure if I'm going to be sad, like reminiscing sad, or if it's going to be like touching because we're on this together. It's just like, how many times can I hear alone together? before yeah I, I, yeah. It, I just don't think it'll be good i hope that like the bravo producers are smart enough to know that like covid can only last as a storyline for so long like like you said you watch this to escape and i watch it to like see leah throw tiki torches in yeah. the backyard mm-hmm. naked or like sonia stomping on a glass table like i don't really want to see them talking about covid and and see them in masks like that's our daily life anyways i know but at the same time we do need to like recognize that we need to be holding we need to be holding these people accountable for being good covid participants or like protecting Mm -hmm. themselves like they're they're examples in society and i mean there's been some things that have happened especially in atlanta i just heard that atlanta is a shit show right now with covid protections and like the Cardi B outfit we were talking about of Portia, she wore it to this party. I saw pictures of the party and they were inside and there was no masks anywhere in sight. And there was tons of people in the background. It's just like Atlanta is being incredibly reckless with it. So I will... We're not saying the franchise. We're saying the city of Atlanta. Correct. Sorry. Yes. The city of Atlanta from Instagram and from whatever appears to be be doing incredibly reckless things and throwing pool parties and Halloween parties when it's just like, no, have 10 people over max and watch scary movies and dress up for Instagram. And that's all that it is anymore. It's like all these celebrities are dressing up for Instagram and that's it. It's like, we don't care about your parties. We want to see like your cute outfit. Yeah. (laughs) Well, um, this kind of wraps up our first segment in reality news. We're going to jump into our recap of the Real Housewives of Potomac here in one second. We're going to take a break for our sponsors and uh, we'll be back soon. Bye. Okay. And we are back with our recap of the Real Housewives of Potomac. Uh, I thought this was a delightful episode this week. Uh, The past couple has been a a little bit of a low. I feel like post-fight, we've just been kind of dealing with the aftermath of the fight and then we're barreling towards what is looking to be like a fantastic uh housewife's vacation we gotta love a housewife's vacation and it's probably one of the last vacations we have that is covid free (laughs) as we're just talking about covid you know um but the episode opens this made me laugh so andrew i'm just gonna kind of walk through the episode we'll just kind of talk about like what we thought about everything you know um so the episode opens with candace at a voice lesson and (laughs) I, a couple things. When you choose to be filmed on camera singing, you're really letting the producers like have free reign of how they're going to edit it. Cause they could like put the cling clang click, cling, you know what I mean? The music that goes behind like Kim Richards, most of her life on Bravo, or <laughs> it's like, beep, 
If, you're, if this friend of hers is really trying to use Potomac to advertise the fact that he's a voice teacher, which he could, like, I'm sure that people would watch it and be like, oh, I want to train with that voice coach. Why is he sitting atop her couch with a keyboard that is nearly able to fall off his lap, clunking out a warm up on her? Also, if you saw, if you like looked up close, the keyboard's like AC plug was like stretched beyond its belief to like get to like the plug. It's <laughs> like, no. can we just do this at like a studio? And like, he's clearly talented. He's a, that guy had a beautiful voice. He was like demoing vocalies for yeah. her and he sounded great. Yeah, no, he was good. But I was like, okay, can we just like reset this in a place where you actually like can get money? Like he, he's missing the opportunity here. <laughs> like he could get clients from the scene. It, I have a feeling that Candace texted him and be like, oh, the producers want to film tonight or this afternoon. Will you come over and we can just run some voice lessons? She's yeah. like, we can oh. just riff. Yeah, my... We can just, we riff. Can just riff. Figuratively, <laughs> figuratively and literally. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I just, I couldn't buy that he was a teacher. But, you know, she, she is talking about her singing career and I, I wrote this down when we were watching, but like, I, I challenge you to play a drinking game to drink every time Candace touches her dear, her tear ducts with a napkin. She does it more than Kyle Richards. Like she's constantly just like dabbing. I think it's initially it was part of her life, and now I think it's part of her shtick. Like I think she does. Oh it. yeah, yeah. So she's for those that didn't watch, she's like crying because she's like I just like really love to sing, and she's like ta- like just touching her tear ducts. And I wrote it down, and then as I wrote it down there was like a second interview where she started doing it again about something completely different. I'm like, yeah, come, like just cry or don't. We don't need to see it's, it. It's so funny. It's like she literally, every time you see her, she just like folds up the napkin into like a perfect square yeah. then just does, she like pushes her head forward and like dabs her eyes. It's like a whole ordeal. But yeah, it's kind of, uh, I was watching, I don't know what episode, it wasn't the last episode, I don't think, but it was the one where she remixed the song that she wrote for this episode. Um, oh, was it this episode? Uh-huh. It's I'm, it's all meshing together because I watched I watched a bunch uh, at once, but I think that she sounded actually kind of like decent on the remix. Yeah. I was like, oh, this isn't especially for Bravo celebrities. Like, this is not this is not bad at all. And I was also thinking like, what is the best? Like, who do you think the best? How do you rank the Okay. Bravo, like I'm singers. Happy to, I'm happy to do this. Wait, I just thought of a crossover. What? Speaking, I don't know. Um, Eva from America's Next Top Model going to Atlanta. Oh, yeah, that's true. Bingo. But I'm so glad oh, I brought it up 30 minutes later. But <laughs> I don't think we can count Candy in this um, question because she is a professional singer. I wouldn't say she's yeah. a professional singer. Okay, she's a professional writer. What? Candy? I thought you were talking about Candace when you said Candy. No. No, no, no. I agree. Well, Candy, 
Candy. If you can't see what you can't, I just grabbed Tom's hand to reassure Candy, him. Candy, no, 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 no. Candy doesn't have like housewife songs. We're saying like housewife song. Like Candy strictly doesn't bring her music onto the show. And that's why I'm bringing her up because I want to be clear that we're not talking about her. But no, here no, we no. are talking about her. So let's say, I'll say my top three housewife songs. And I appreciate the songs for what they are. Okay. Okay. So by that, I mean bad. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not going to put Candace in my top because like, there's nothing entertaining about her being good. Like, I'm here to watch. I'm entertained by someone being not good. I see. You know? Mm-hmm. So I would say, I mean, we, we have to throw some respect on Candy's name a little bit for writing Don't Be Tardy for the Party. I mean, that is like the OG song. That was going to be my... Because her doing Don't Be Tardy for the Party at Watch What Happens Live when everyone is blacked the fuck out <laughs> beautiful watch what happens live moments wait when was that it long long time ago it oh, was I like right really when the song that. came out she goes on watch what happens kim live. went on watch what happens live yeah. yes yeah um and sings the song after the show when everyone's just shit faced oh i need to revisit youtube that. it it's amazing um yeah so i was gonna say that i also <laughs> i of the Luann discography, uh, Chic C'est la Vie, I like it a little bit more than Money Can't Buy You Class. <laughs> Andrew's dancing. Chic C'est la Vie is, is like low-key a bop, Chique for sure. C'est la Vie. C'est bon. C'est bon. <laughs> it makes you like want to dance a little bit. <laughs> the C'est bon of it all really gets me. C'est bon. C'est bon. And the fact that she filmed a music video at Atlantic City with Jill Zarin and Kelly Galorn Ben Simone is also psychotic. Um, but also like very on par par for the course yeah it makes sense now i would also like to give um a little shout out to who would be my third i i I, are we all familiar with daniel staub's um her ballad that she sings with her lesbian lover on watch what happens live it's the first okay so the first episode of watch what happens live of all time daniel staub is on and she sings a performance of this song called Real Close. Real Close, Real Close. So, okay, so... (laughs) So Danielle Staub is the inaugural episode of Watch It Happens Live. And on the episode with her lesbian lover, because she was with a woman for a while on the second season of uh, New Jersey, she sings this song called Real Close. And I encourage everyone to go back and watch this video. They're like cuddled up at, the, at a keyboard. And it is, and it is a ballad. And they are, they are serious. So I'm going to give that as my honorable mention. So my two faves would be Don't Be, Par- Don't Be Tardy for the Party and Chic C'est la Vie. Uh, anyone else? Andrew, what do you think? I don't know enough to give like a top three, but I will say that Viva La Diva uh, which Luann debuted this past season is Iconic surprisingly <laughs> amazing. I, like she, I had that song stuck in my head for a couple of days afterwards and I would actually, I wouldn't change the song if it showed up on my shuffle. She, just to imitate the song, she goes like this, she goes, Viva la diva. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> so flat. it's so bad. It's a tone deaf. But it's so good. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. But it's... Like tone deaf as in like culturally. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> well, she, she is a tone deaf anthem in both Correct, ways. But yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. But I think, yeah, no, sh- that one's like so, so good. Even though the 
and you said this before, but the producers always do her so damn dirty, which she totally deserves. But uh, no, Viva La Diva is a good old smash for me. Kicks, what about you? Any faves that we haven't mentioned? No, I would just say my one and only is the Watch What Happens Live Don't Be Tardy performance. Yeah, okay. Period. Um, also, uh, another honorable mention to um, Melissa Gorga's On Display, On Display. Go look it up. It's like you. <laughs> These women are just relentless. <laughs> anyway, so outside of songs, Candace can sing. But um, after the Candace voice lesson moment, we had to um, afternoon tea with Giselle, Robin, and Karen, the OGs of Potomac. Oh, I guess sans Ashley, but. Um, and <laughs> Giselle is wearing like Adidas slides with this like fancy ass outfit. I can't. It's, it's so me. funny. But I understand because it, you're technically not supposed to drive in heels. So I assume what happened was she went to her car in her Adidas slides and then forgot her shoes inside. But uh, it's, the producers, of course, did zoom in on the shoes. And by Adidas, I mean Walmart Adidas. Like they're not Adidas, even. Yeah, they certainly weren't real. <laughs> they're knockoffs for sure. <laughs> Completely. Um, but anyways, they get there and they sit down with they. Karen gets there. Robin's there. Giselle's there. And um, <laughs> Karen is talking to Robin about her hat line, and she. <laughs> no, not Karen. Excuse me. Giselle is talking to Robin about her hat line, and she goes, "It's called embezzled, right?" <laughs> she's so fucking shady i can't okay here's the thing i find giselle very inter- entertaining for my screen but like her shade is becoming more transparent by the second it's like okay we all get that like you're saying that because she owes all this money to the irs right she's like one of your best friends you know what her hat line's name like of course you do embellished like obviously the hat line's not called embezzled <laughs> I mean, you have to like kind of admire it a little bit. I know. I mean, I'm. We're sitting here talking about it, so I have to. Uh, yeah, yeah, she you, did something right, I guess. <laughs> um, but um, Karen brings up with Robin about all of her tax issues, so she owes ninety thousand dollars to the IRS, and Karen <laughs> Karen asks Robin to talk about it, and Robin's like, "Unfortunately, I can't talk about it." And Karen just has a full chuckle and says, "Well, haven't the chickens come home?" Because <laughs> Robin was. <laughs> All of that stuff about how Karen wouldn't talk about her tax issues. Now she understands. Yeah, bringing it back to the Halloween costume. Right. Yeah, back to the Halloween <laughs> yeah. costume. Um, no, I I laugh because they all are laughing about how ridiculous it is that Robin can't talk about it on television. And they're all just like, I I like that Karen has like kind of grown up a little bit. Or yeah, she's speak- she has. I mean... She still does and says like shady things for television, but she is very respectful of these women. And not that she wasn't before, but there's something about this season that she's just been so, she's listening much more. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yes. No, I just wanted to ask you, Andrew, because you started Potomac very recently, like from the beginning within the past couple months. Um, so I just want to like hear some general like takes on the franchise, like who you love, your journey through it, the week that you watched it, in. <laughs> and like, just a couple. Truly, really, no, yeah, no, I watched it fast and furious, um, but it's because it's. I can't believe it took me this long to get into it. I feel like you were always telling me that it was like one of the best in the franchise, and you were very correct. Um, 
I definitely, I have grown to love a lot of them. Uh, I never really liked Charisse. Um, Karen has always kind of been a good favorite, but I think my favorite pair is definitely Giselle and Robin. I feel like they're like, this is not the right comparison, but like Batman and Robin, like they're just, they're so like funny together. And I think that I love, especially coming from New York, there's a lot of camp there, but I feel like there's so much just like fun camp in Potomac. And they're truly all able to like dish out like really intense shade and insults, but then like turn it back around and like be okay five seconds later. And it doesn't like feel necessarily weird. It's just like, it's definitely one of my favorites since yeah, I mean, I love these women yeah, so much. Yeah, definitely. Um, so back to the episode a little bit. So we get, um, uh, we we kind of head to Ashley being in therapy, which, okay, here is something that, so a big issue with all Real Housewives franchises across the board is that I wish that they would just acknowledge that they are required to go on a trip. The, the, there doesn't need to be any preamble to it. Like, it can just be like, okay, our vacation is coming up. We're going here. Like, it doesn't need to be like this huge ordeal of like, of like finding a reason. Like, like back in Orange County, a couple, like five seasons ago, um, an old housewife, her name was Megan King, Megan King Edmonds. She organized this trip to Ireland because she wanted to find her ancestors. <laughs> it's like, no, that's not really true. You just are going to Ireland because you like want to film the cast trip there. Like, so Ashley, yeah. therapy to get diagnosed for postpartum, which is very real, but we, she already knew she had that. And I'm sure that she's talked about it. On it with a different therapist. With a different therapist, yes. And so she's like, and she has the therapist say to her, like, I think you should go on a vacation. It was so fed there. She's like, you think I should go on a vacation? A trip? <laughs> it's like, what are we doing? This is so <laughs> staged. <laughs> it was like one of the most uh, forced vacations that I've ever seen or like the the uh, the uh, planning of the trip that I've ever seen. Yeah, I just was like, this entire scene is only happening so that it can lead to Portugal. Like it just... It's dumb. I totally agree. I think that also like the recipe for postpartum, granted, I'm not a woman and I've never had a baby, but I can't imagine the recipe for postpartum is to go away with five women you hate. <laughs> and leaving your baby. Again, and it's your like, best, we're not... her best friend in the cast is Monique and she's leaving her at home. So yeah. she's heading to, she's heading to Portugal with three women she's okay with and two women she actively dislikes. Yes. <laughs> That's going to solve. Leaving behind her cheating husband. Right. Yes. I'm like, there's so many parts of this that point towards not peaceful for well, you. Well, yeah, and we see in the preview that she's not having a good time. It's shocker. <laughs> like, duh. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, it was, it was the ther- I don't think there was anything else really in therapy that was, like, worth touching on. It was literally just... Certainly not. Five minutes barreling towards her being like, should I go to Portugal? <laughs> <laughs> and they are. <laughs> and here we are, yeah. Um, but then Ashley heads over to Giselle's house um, to uh, see. She hasn't seen the remodel yet. <laughs> so for those uh, that still have yet to watch Potomac, people listen to our dumbasses talk about it every week. Um, Giselle has re- did a gut renovation of this home that looks. Hmm. Hmm. Any words, Andrew? Andrew, what do Andrew you think? Any like word association if off the bat? You could describe the pink 
color of her walls, how would you describe it? Absolutely. It's just like tragic. 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 Like tragic pink. such a loss of like, of opportunity. It's like you spent God knows how much money gutting that house. And this is what it looks like. Like it feels like a pier one imports diarrhea like onto the apartment. With lemon. not even. It's like Helen Keller just like chose all the furniture and like it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> but, like honestly, it just it's not good. It's, it's really not good. Bad. I do like <laughs> <laughs> oops. <laughs> I'm not cutting that, but so you could deal with that on your own. For once I didn't say the problematic yeah. thing. Well not in the <laughs> minutes, but yes. <laughs> I bet Helen Keller had a great, beautiful apartment. Um, <laughs> I'm sure she did. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> we have to move on. We have to move on <laughs> before the uh, deaf people come after us. <laughs> I was gonna, okay, you just made it worse. A big deaf fan I was going to say podcast. when the lightning strikes on this apartment. <laughs> It's okay. I'm already burning in hell because I'm gay. So, you know. Yeah, same. I'm gay. Um, so, at this, wait, uh, when Ashley goes to visit Giselle, she asks Giselle, she goes, she goes, do you want me, do you want um, baby Dean to call you Aunt Jizzy? <laughs> to which I said, Aunt Jizzy? As in Jizz? As in Jizz. What about like Aunt Amos. What about like Aunt L? Aunt L is cute. Or how about Aunt Giselle? Like Aunt Jizzy, for those Aunt G, like is, is when a man loves a woman very much. <laughs> a man loves a man very much. <laughs> I mean, I just like Jizzy. No, I just can't imagine. Like, imagine that. Say, say their relationship is wonderful, and she grows up with Aunt Jizzy in her life all the time, and she gets to school, and like she's like talking to her friends about. She's like her oh my God. important like role models and role models in her life. Like we like our great grandmother, we call her Grandma Blue. So we would say like Grandma Blue. We would say uh, Aunt Sue, mm-hmm. and then Baby Dean is like, you know, I would be nowhere without my Aunt Jizzy. <laughs> Just like say, you would. She's bringing uh, Chick Fil A for lunch because it's my birthday, and they're like, "Who's bringing Chick Fil A, Aunt Jizzy?" <laughs> Not Chick Fil A. <laughs> <laughs> It's just like you would think that someone who is so sexually like sexually positive would choose a better, <laughs> better name than. Well, she doesn't Jizzy. hook up with men. She hooks up with women. <laughs> huh? Ashley. She, yeah, Ashley. She hooks up with ladies now. Well. Does she? Yeah. Yes, she that said that at, we the, found at the barn couple, fight. Mm-hmm. Remember, she was saying she was like, "We've." Oh, opened- well, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I mean, that's that's what I meant. Is that like? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. She has two babies. <laughs> she has two babies. She, she's familiar <laughs> with the with the jizz. Um. <laughs> Anyways, but I just thought Aunt Jizzy was funny. Um. But uh, we the like the the ultimate moment of the episode is we're having this photo shoot for Robin's hat company called Embezzled, and um, <laughs> and so before they even did this title card on the model. Guys, this model looks like Katie Roast. Did we all see this? Andrew, did you notice this? That the model a little bit, yeah. Like before they even said it, like I was like, this is this Katie Roast. So for those that don't know, Katie Roast was on season one of Potomac and then she was on last season, last season for, for a, a tragic bit. return. Yeah, she had some um, tough episodes. And I and 
the best way I can say I'm I, it's not laughable to me like how difficult no it's not funny yeah. her wig is her wigs can be kind of funny but she did <laughs> she is going through a lot I don't know anything about her other than what I saw last episode so no she like I mean last season she shouldn't me. have returned to prime time absolutely no she absolutely should not have that was like that was really hard to watch yeah she had a mental breakdown on their vacation to go check it out um so (laughs) on the photo shoot uh the hats are the hats are cute they really are yes i've been standing these hats since we start we brought them up like two weeks ago like i thought karen looked really good in that ball cap yes i think it was definitely Everyone got a hat. Everyone was given a hat that fits like their personal style or like personal vibes with a Z. Because you could tell like Giselle had one that had like, it was ugly and had, it was white and had love written all over it. That was and so her yeah, Maxinista exactly. vibe. <laughs> oh my God, yes. Like, I don't know. It was just very fitting. I, it's so cute. I love the hats. I thought yeah. it was such a fun idea too to like, I don't know. It feels wholesome fun. <laughs> a little detail though. They were eating my favorite fast food pizza brand. I okay. Pizza does bring me back to a really fond memory of our trip to DC around this time last year. <gasps> yes, it was probably. The, no, it literally was. Yeah. So we went to DC last year for my sister's birthday. Kix is my sister, if you didn't know. That's me. <laughs> and um, we <laughs> we took a bus there. <laughs> We like brought wine for the bus and for the hotel. So we were like, this wine will go for the bus ride and then we'll have some wine before we go to bed. Mm-hmm. Well, update, we <laughs> watched about 30 episodes of Shark Tank and Kix and I <laughs> both drink a bottle of red wine on an empty stomach on yeah, a bus. Yeah, we did not eat. We get, we get to DC and we are literally like arriving at like Chippendales in Vegas. Yeah, like, you would have like- thought. Yeah, we, you would have thought we were on an overnight flight to Vegas. We're like, so what are we doing tonight? Like, so we get another drink at the bar. So Tom we, had a Manhattan at the bar. At no, the I did, bar. Jesus Christ. I did, I did, and yeah. I had a glass of wine. And then I woke up. At, <laughs> wait, wait, no, okay. can I tell the story? Okay, sure, sure, sure. So we, so we have a drink at the bar. We, once again, still have yet to have dinner. And we were not in a good place. So we go, we go to the hotel room. We go to bed. I wake up. Wait, I just want to emphasize that we took a bus. We're, we're on a bus. We're not like on a fancy private jet or like even just a plane. Yeah, the people's transportation. We're on the people's transportation. <laughs> what, what bus line was it? No, uh, the one that cost $15. Oh, you know what? It was a limo liner because we thought we were taking the fancy one and it wasn't. Yes. So <laughs> it was a limo liner where it's like a fancier version, which this was not. So um, we get back to the hotel room and go to bed. Now we have access to the free breakfast in the morning. Just an update on the story. Kix wakes up at 6 a.m. She sits up straight in bed. And she goes, are we going to miss breakfast? <laughs> and I'm like, what? And she's like, when does breakfast end? I'm like, well, it's 6. So it's, it doesn't end now. It's probably beginning in an hour. And I was like, I'm sure it ends at 11. And Kix's bed was set up right in front of a mirror. And she had just gotten her hair cut. So after she looks at me, like, and <laughs> drunk says this to me, she looks straight in the mirror. She goes, Tom, this is at 6 a.m. at a corporate Hilton in Washington, D.C. on a Saturday morning. She looks in the mirror. She goes, Tom, do I look like Meg Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> Not Meg Ryan. <laughs> so much like her. So insecure about it. I thought that haircut was cute. 
You didn't okay. like it. I was uh, still drunk. <laughs> we never really recovered from the hangover, so. But um, the reason I bring up Ann Pizza is because we ended our binge of a weekend with Ann Pizza. And Kix yeah. is making fun of me for wanting it the whole time and we get it. And she's like, I had, she's I've Aunt had Jizzying her pants. And she's not Ann Jizzy. <laughs> so it's full circle. Here we are. But um, anyways, back to Potomac. That was a huge detour. But I, I thought of that when we were talking mm-hmm. about Ann Pizza. Um, Kix does. Also, we love Meg Ryan. No, Stan her. We do. We yeah, do. I hope she's okay. Let's not get it twisted. Meg Ryan is the shit. Uh, separated from Teddy Mellencamp's dad, John Mellencamp. Well, damn. Yeah, they're no longer together. Anyways, we've gotten so <laughs> off track. Um, the photo shoot <laughs> ends with um, the confrontation between Wendy and Karen, which y'all, I, this brought me so much joy. Wendy just like, being like, why are you talking about your degree so much? No, Karen. Karen was the one saying that to Wendy. I was going to say. <laughs> oh, Karen, yeah, Karen has no degrees, which we, we throw no judgment in either direction. Who yeah. cares? Oh. I wish we weren't even talking about it, but the yeah. fight ends on Karen talking about how Wendy was walking mm. out of the brunch that day. Please pause the episode and go look up there, I, I posted it on my Insta story. I can like post it again when this episode comes out. But there's like a meme of Karen slithering. She says she's slithering like Wendy. And there's a meme of Karen slithering like Wendy. And it says like how I'm going to the polls tomorrow. <laughs> it's so good. I will say, I, I this is what I was talking about earlier. It's just like they are fighting and then they all end up laughing hysterically about yeah. this yeah. and when he's like slither on to like portugal ju- she's like you know the scene in the jungle book when oh no 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 <laughs> yes. lion king one of them when they're like walking across the like wood and they're like all going <laughs> in line. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they were just so cute and uh, yeah i hadn't been a giselle and robin stan until like the past couple seasons like they frustrated the shit out of me but it's I get their purpose for this show. They're just so funny and they just love drama, but they also like to laugh about the stupid shit they're doing. Yeah, it's funny. So I think like a, a prime example is when they when they got up in drag and went to Karen's house to deliver the pizza to see if she was actually there. I mean, like that was iconic. Yeah. And she wasn't and she was, <laughs> and she not, was there. not there. Yes. <laughs> she was not. There was a purse on the counter. That was probably like the last Airbnb <laughs> rentals purse. <laughs> <laughs> but um the episode ends with our big like moment of candace uh getting the notice that she's getting sued by monique like a return lawsuit i, I i'm i'm starting to get a little upset that we're putting so much coverage on two women of color fighting each other when there is this man who is actively like destroying a marriage by leaping out on his wife like doing physically assaulting Michael. other men and women like that's that's the scan like to me that is the scandal like this fight is awful monique should never touch a person like that but like let's like redirect our energy to the fact that like ash i feel like ashley is just like obsessed with the fact that this storyline has taken so much of the season away from her uh-huh. trauma of her relationship i just we should be following forward with assault charges on a man who's physically assaulting exactly the cameraman who is um cheating on his wife who has a newborn baby like that's the scandal and i just feel like we continue every week to like 
go away from that. I, I think that we are all like overestimating the, the, like, I think we're giving too much credit to the show. We're watching a reality show that is a, not about scholars trying to compete on who's the best scholar. Not to say that they're not smart women. They're, they're icons. I love them. But like, let's, let's recognize the fact that this is a show that a franchise that is based around drama and this drama got went too far and they both should be penalized for it. Candace should be penalized for her saying things that were out, out of pocket. But not penalized by Bravo, by Bravo. I'm saying, I think both of them go as friend of's next season, have a moment as friend of see who, see who fights their way back to the, back to the uh, peonies, whatever the thing they hold is. And yeah, the cherry blossom. The cherry blossom. <laughs> <laughs> the cherry blossom. Well, they don't hold anything. They, sh- they hold champagne glasses. They champagne when they- glasses, but the cherry blossom is like of DC. So, but um, not the peonies. <laughs> it is also a flower, just different. It is. Um, like this is like, once again, Luann had a bad season. She was a friend of, and she nailed it as a friend of, and they brought her back as full time. Portia laid hands on Kenya. They put her as friend of, she came back as full time. Like put both of these women as, as friend of, let them figure it out. If they want to be on the show and come back on, like that's just, how you, that's, and have them have statements about how they did the wrong thing. I just don't think we need to be involving so many lawyers and things like yeah. that, because like, where are we, what, what is the end goal here? And Candace saying the other day, not the other day, the other episode, um, she said, I want her prosecuted to the fullest degree. And it's like, that's fucking violent. Like, what? She's three young kids. Like, she's, you see the scene, and I'm sure that it's editing, and I'm sure the girls will say it's editing too, but it's like, you see Monique in her house scrambling to get her kids up and fed and out the door, and her husband being a husband and trying to help, but and it's just like manic because she's a mom of three young kids and it's like the thought of your your friend her used to be friend put trying to put you in jail when you have three kids is fucked up yeah and i'm not i don't agree with monique i want to make that very clear i say this every time we talk about it but you can't punish (laughs) you can't punish a woman with three kids for doing something that she thought in the moment was like whether it was self-defense or anger management she that's her journey to figure out without being behind bars in my opinion yeah well that sort of yeah wraps up that's a little moment to wrap up on (laughs) it's like i will say i will say uh, my favorite and this is when like I like the editors on Bravo shows deserve such a raise. I'm sure they aren't being paid enough. But when Wendy was like, I'm not one to brag about my degrees. And then they then cut to her like splice, oh, they spliced together like dozens of times that she I know about her degrees. That, I didn't even realize how much she's talked about it. Because oh, all the time. And I mean work because I don't have a PhD and I don't, I would be proud as fuck about it too. But it's just so funny. Like you said, the Bravo editor is just like, okay, you, you, you say that you don't talk about it, but I'm going to show you six different times what you did. <laughs> no, they, they always humble them so much and it makes me so happy. They also take no sides. They're like, everyone is, no, everyone they, will get that edit. Yeah, like, they regardless. did it with Karen too. When Karen was like, I didn't say that. I didn't say one of my <laughs> back and she's shit faced in the basement of Monique's house. <laughs> not remember her saying it she was so no, hammered i love that scene that i know good. it's so good but she's like i don't remember that and then literally 
hot take two seconds later the uh producers are like yes you do <laughs> yeah. and you know what they were drinking fireball fireball shout out uh, shout fireball. out fireball i would love to sponsor us i would yes. love to have fireball sponsor us yeah thank you andrew i would love that I'm just, no. me, I'm just no I had to my brain shut down thinking about the amount of times yeah. fireball shots in Hell's Kitchen and to clarify she did say done because it's a drug yeah it is a drug it's not a drink yep Heard mm-hmm. here um, so uh, before we wrap up we have one more little segment we're going to take a break for our fireball sponsorship coming up here in one second uh, we'll talk to you guys uh, in a second bye Okay, and we are back with our final segment here at Dumpster Dive. Uh, we like to end on a little banter about whether we think each other would be good on reality television. So what will happen is Kix and I will give our feedback on Andrew, where we think he would fit in the reality universe. And then uh, Andrew will go wrap up on you, letting us know how fantastic we'd be on Housewives. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You can read us. I've, I've, yet, I've yet to have someone tell us that we would be awful on it. And I'm waiting for that day because like I'm, I'm, I'm anxious for it. I like think, I want it. I think people are being kind to me when they're like, well, I think you would be good. No, but you obviously would. I do want to start. I just want to say, Andrew. Oh, are, we, are we going? Are we okay, starting? Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, go do it. Do it. Was that, was that your you thing about him? Yeah. Oh, go keep going. I just, I just, you, I didn't understand. So I would like Andrew to start this segment with sharing us about his journey with Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, you know what? I literally forgot about that until the exact moment that you talked about that. Um, I've had a couple of brushes with reality TV. I was almost, almost on Dance Moms when I was uh, dancing in high school. I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah, the uh, they were casting for the spinoff, which eventually went to Miami, I think it was. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah. Um, no, so I was, I, I was, uh, my dance studio was almost chosen. We were in the top three, and they, like, came and did interviews um, because Southlake, where I danced, was, like, notorious for dance moms. They were absolutely horrendous to their kids. Like, the amount of stuff that I witnessed uh, was just bad. Um, so it would have been great TV, um, but they did not choose us because my the owner of the studio didn't want to have them on TV. Um, and then I also applied for a reality TV. I do that a lot when I'm like in a low spot. I've already done that two times during quarantine where I go on to backstage.com, uh, apply for the membership, and then apply for <laughs> reality TV shows. Oh, good. It's because so- I just... On backstage? Yeah, they post they post like all the like casting calls. Interesting. I remember yeah. I do remember I got a text from you one morning. You're like, Hey, I'm gonna go audition for the real world. Do you wanna come with me? And I was like, No, oh, I forgot about that I one was, too. I was like, No, I'm okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I also auditioned for the real the real world. Work. <laughs> <laughs> no, I yeah, I literally I literally did uh yeah, I I went with one of my other friends who left work in the middle of the day to go with me and we went to a random uh, audition room with like a whole pack of other people and that was a really interesting uh or just like weird audition process but i applied for the lindsey lohan or what i i didn't know what it was but it was a a uh, reality show where they were seeking hospitality people and i was like this is my chance and they were like you're gonna go work for um, a bar like in an exotic location 
um, they were like, it's going to be in Greece or someplace like it. And I was like, fuck yes, this is great. And then they sent back questions and were like, okay, so what would you do if like your boss was like a really important or famous person? Um, like how would you react and how would you kind of act around them? And then it was like a week later after that, I submitted that they announced that Lindsay Lohan was had like doing a reality show based on the bar that she was opening in Mykonos. And I was like, I could have been on Lindsay Lohan's so reality TV. Get a call back or no? No, they were, they were like, fuck you. No, they didn't. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't want me. <laughs> no, better off without them because the show had uh, one, one and only one season. And maybe yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. No one watched it. Um, Wait, so go, no, what, what so, was I mean, that Long story short, Andrew would be great for reality television only because you have such a drive for it. You actively apply for reality TV shows constantly. I think I you would do. nail it. Yeah, I think you would nail it on like, I've said this before to him, um, a below deck situation. Because you do, you went to school for hospitality management business. So it's like, you would be good at the job, period but you'd also like have be, you would, excuse me, you would have fun being on television. I think. Oh, I think I would, I would love it. I think I've always wanted to have like a mediocre reality TV career and just like make it kind of big as like a D-list celebrity and then write a bad memoir down the line. Agree with kicks on the below deck world because of your hospitality training. I think that you would be really good uh, on below deck. Because, yeah, you, because the, 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 I don't find you to be like super, super high drama. Like you have opinions when, when like cornered about something, which you could do in an in interview place. And a lot, to, a lot of times the people on there like aren't all like, I don't know how to say this. They're not all of them are like, obviously, they're not like reality TV like superstars. Like they don't have like Lisa Vanderpump's on the show because like the, the cast is interchangeable, you know? But like, I think that like, you they also don't have enough gay people, uh, gay guys on the show. They had one gay stew one time, but I think you'd be a great second or third. I guess you would be a third stew because you never worked on a boat before. But I think you'd be a great third stew to work under. Uh, I would. I personally love Captain Lee more than Captain Sandy. Do you watch Below Deck? I've watched like episodes here and there. I've more watched it just like out of sheer boredom when I'm at my dad's place. Yeah, Captain Sandy. Isn't my favorite, but other people's favorite. But I, I like you on OG Below Deck, and I wish that you could work with Kate Chastain. She's my favorite stew, but she's mm. no longer with the franchise. But she is I, uh, a celebrity. She is, yes. I, um, <clears throat> yeah, I feel like I've always envisioned myself if I was on reality TV. I'm not someone who's like, I'm not like someone who brings the drama all the time, but I think I would do well as like a, not a, moral center because i feel like that's giving myself too much props but like a almost like a carol in the sense where you know i'm a little at least like a little bit normal and like you look at me for like explaining things or kind of providing the reactions to like how like story like bullshit yeah 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 see you there yeah cool but, um what is your read on kicks and i kicks so I feel like this is two parts as far as, cause I view reality TV kind of like I see the competition side, which I feel like is very like 
is one kind of segment of it. And then the completely opposite side where it's just like almost like the Real Housewives, which I feel like are very, very different. I feel like you both would do, Tom, you obviously would do so well in a competition-based reality show. Kicks, I feel like you would too, but I think that you would just cry all the time. Um, <laughs> yeah. You think she'd do under any pressure? <laughs> I don't know. Like I wouldn't say. I don't know if she would do bad. I think that she would just. I she. Do, I do think I would make good TV for how emotional I would be. So you know how Bravo yes. and like Wendy, they're like I like. I never talk about my degrees and they would cut back. Kicks would be like, I never cry. And then they cut back to like every other person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to cry. I don't know if I'm going to cry. Like I might a cry. Full Candace moment, but instead of like a no. perfectly cornered tissue, it would be just like a wet napkin. You don't have, you don't, no shade to you, but you don't have a corner tissue cry. <laughs> I don't have makeup needed for a corner tissue cry. <laughs> But no, you no, I think that have, like ugly face cries. Like, oh, yes, that's what I'm trying to get at. Okay, I do too. I thought yes. You thought you were pretty when you cried? No, I did not. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, so you agree? You're you're really pretty when you cry. You think you're really pretty? The title of your album. I thought it was pretty I when thought- I cried. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was pretty when I cried. Oh my god. So no, I think both of you would do really well in like a big brother setting where it's easy, like. Yeah you would do well in a in an atmosphere where you're like able to provide like kind of quick commentary and i feel like big brother would be a good place because it's a little bit like obviously the you're being recorded like 24 7 so there's just like so much room for um opportunities but but on the other side i feel like kicks I feel like on the other side, oh. kicks you might do better than no. Tom. Oh, uh, uh. heard because it. Because I think I think Tom, you wouldn't necessarily like. I don't know. Like I don't know if you would be able to like. <laughs> you would like being around like all the the white women bullshit drama that Real Housewives is like actually like being in it. I feel like it's one thing to watch it and love it, to, but to actually be with like Luann and Sonia and Ramona. Like, I don't know if you would. No, no, no. I've said, would. I agree. I've said this before. I, I, I've said, yes, I've said this before. I, I, well, I, I like, I do enjoy drama. I don't have a lot of tolerance for extended drama. Like I, when something happens, like I want to like talk about it and I want to get it over with and then move on, which doesn't really lend itself very well to um, housewives, especially if I, was on Housewives of Beverly Hills where they talk about one thing for about 30 episodes. <laughs> so really? yeah. They stretch it out for an entire season. I completely agree with what you're saying. There are formats of drama that I truly cannot handle. Like I think where I would where it would work for me is like I would like blow up and be like, can we just talk about it? Mention it all. <laughs> yeah, like a, I don't want to say Southern Charm, but not, because like Vanderpump, no, no, no. I said I don't want to. Well, you did the insult. Don't want to. <laughs> but like in a Vanderpump Rules, like that kind of setting where it's like a handful of younger people shooting the shit and being open, and some people are more secretive. Some people like to talk about the drama up front. You know, it's like yeah. I don't mean Southern Charm is like the show Southern Charm. I just mean like that kind of like setting. Yeah, I mean I think that. Like my group of friends from college 
that all we all live here in New York together. I think that we would make a very iconic cast of a reality show together. I don't know like what the like title of the show would be, what the premise of the show would be. Eastern charm. But like <laughs> Northeastern charm. North New England charm. <laughs> we don't live in New England. New York is no. Huh. <laughs> New England is Massachusetts and like Rhode Island and Maine. Got it. That's far from here. And she has a degree. I have a degree. <laughs> Only one. And I it do. took me five fucking years. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I like barely have a degree. Famously. <laughs> um, no, I do think that like me and like, I don't know. I, I mean, it's like inside baseball to like name everyone. But like, I think that they're essentially everyone you've heard on this podcast. Did you just bring up baseball? No, inside baseball. Like, what? Like a phrase. Mean? Inside baseball? You don't know what that means? No. It means I like, thought you were referencing the sport baseball. No, inside baseball is like when I, if I talked about something that happened with um, Rachel this weekend, like everyone listening would be like, who the fuck is Rachel? Like, it's like Got if it. I reference something that no is one has. Is this a UCB thing? No. Okay. It's a world renowned <laughs> phrase. <laughs> You've never heard those ever. The phrase no, inside Andrew, baseball? No, Andrew, have you? Yeah. He yeah. Yes. Cool. Are, are you lying or are you serious? No, I'm serious. Yeah. Inside baseball. Like if you were to Say talk, if you were, more times than I think I'll if get you it. were to talk about uh, <laughs> like Natalie, yeah. and you're you're gonna be like, shout oh out my, Noodle, yeah. If you're like, oh my god, um, Natalie and Loco did X, Y, and Z, <laughs> and all the listeners are like, oh, who the fuck is Loco? You know, like, that's inside baseball. And this is the true test to see if my friends listen to the show. Yeah. And my friends. <laughs> on that note, uh, this brings us to the end of the uh, podcast. Andrew, thank you so much for coming on. And thank, thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, Andrew, what is your Instagram handle? Andrew Smash. You can smash Andrew at Andrew Smash <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> yes, you can. Yeah. No, I'm single, so do it. If you'd like to. Um, but we love you, Andrew. And you can follow him there on Instagram. And uh, I'm sure we'll have him back on the show. Once again, our schedule for podcasts are moving around a little bit. We will be doing episodes on Fridays and Sundays. Fridays, which is when you're listening to this right now, will be our Housewives recap. On Sundays, you can expect our Bachelorette recap. We will start covering both Potomac and Real Housewives of Salt Lake City starting next week. And um, it's going to be great. And please, please remember to rate and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. That is how we keep the lights on here in my living room. We're being lit by candlelight right now, actually. Yeah. There actually is a candle in front of us. Um, and uh, yeah, please do that. And uh, we'll see you guys on Sunday. One more time. Not one more time. We always do this. <laughs> we end on one phrase and that is, uh, you want to start it? You never want to start it. What? Okay. <laughs> they go low and we go where? Lower, honey. <laughs> okay, <laughs> bye, guys. Thank <laughs> you.